Are you serious? I, I, I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I, I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. No, I, I, I don't want to cuddle. I know what cuddling means. Cuddling means that at some point your pants come off and I have to do things. I want to cuddle. I want to go to sleep. Are you serious? It's a school night. Those are my pants, not your pants. Can I help you? Did you lose something? Seriously? I'm on my period. Are you pouting? Are you seriously pouting right now? Beautiful, I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You be in these what? <laughs> I believe it too. Should be tied up in his feet. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me, because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right. And wife me the fuck up. A divorce is a hundred grand. Shout out to the coach gang for being in here. This is the wake up show. Part of the free agent lifestyle podcast here on the free agent lifestyle channel. Hey man, welcome to slow Tuesday. All right. I have nothing on my agenda, nor gorditas. All right. I'm kind of eliminating, you know, the gorditas are out. They on the bench. All right. But today we got a fabulous topic. Uh, buckle your seatbelt. This is a podcast format. This is not a short video we have fun we entertain we announce news we have breaking news every now and then stereo shaheem sometimes comes in in place of radio raheem black tony the battalion comes in we make fun of people and all kind of things here this is what we do this is a show this isn't a video all right not many people can ex execute shows so we do shows here so buckle your seatbelt, relax Go do your job. Push some pencils and papers around. Whatever you do. Uh, if you're a substitute teacher, act like you handed out worksheets. Listen to the coach. All right. Whatever you're doing out there. Shout out to everybody on the West Coast. I've been wanting to do more vlogs on the CGA channel, the new channel. And uh, it's been so rainy out here. It's been hard to get uh, days together to get those vlogs done. But nonetheless, we're going to keep at it. Um, today's topic, we got several videos about uh, this divorce or this marriage industrial complex, as I as I call it. All right, a lot of guys are going into marriage where they know the deck is stacked against them. It's like when you go to the Vegas casinos and you don't understand that the house wins. This is a 
industry that divorce attorneys have leveraged and hedged, or I would say hedged their entire careers. Careers, hold on. So I could focus on my career. Um, Basically shorting the marriage industry. Basically saying, oh yeah, people are going to get married, but it's so bad that I can form a, an entire career off of shorting the success of marriage. All right, so this is what happens here. And I know this, look, man, uh, this is my lane. This is what I talk about. I like to talk about it because I'm one of the few people willing to bring awareness to this subject matter. I'm not saying it's going to happen to you. I'm just making sure men are aware of what they're getting into. I've been married and divorced once. It only took me once. Some people do it two and three dumbass times to figure it out. All right. Some people, it takes that many times to figure it out. I figured it out the first time and I said, I'm not going to do that again. All right. I'm not, I'm not going to do that again to myself because it was a prison. Um, although I did have a lot of fun times and I had have two children that resulted from it. It was a prison for me. And uh, it was seven years bad luck after our separation. Okay. Not, not blaming anyone in particularly for the, the marriage. All right. But the divorce, we can definitely put blame on someone. So um, in this situation, guys, I'm just bringing awareness. All right. I tell people, if you want to live the free agent lifestyle, I'm the author of the book, the free agent lifestyle. <clears throat> I tell men, if you want to live a free life, do not get married. All right. Don't get married. Um, you know, and then, then these other alternative uh, subject matters come from that. Well, what about if I want to have kids and all this stuff today, we're going to show you, we're going to show you guys, we're going to show you three guys. I think four guys, maybe that roll the dice on, I want to get married and I want to have kids. And some of them married their high school sweethearts. Some of them married women that uh, made sure that they were uh, good supporting husbands. Some men were the, this one man was the, um, the uh, not the lead earner in the house. The woman made more money than him. And then let's see what happened to him. And then we have another guy who was in the fitness industry um, who went through a, who, who they did very well for themselves. And then all of a sudden, bang, See, the thing with divorce, it doesn't, there's not many things that, that, um, that, that lead up to it. It's not a one, two year build. All right. Most of the time, um, sometimes it does. Sometimes there's so many red flags and men are reluctant to pull the plug because they know they're going to lose anyway. And so they'll do things like it's cheaper to keep her. I'll stay for the kids, those type of things, right. Which are cowardly moves. All right. Um, I get it. Uh, but eventually you're basically signing up for a life of stress. You're going to put yourself um, you're going to have an early visit to the undertaker. All right. If you do these things and you're going to create, you're going to probably gain weight, playing the ring game, not having sex, uh, and you're going to feel stuck or, uh, you don't want to lose your kids. And so you stay and you'd be like, baby, won't you just stay? And then you find a guy or two that, uh, uses anecdotal evidence as to uh, support marriage. Well, you just got to find the right woman. My marriage works for me and, uh, 50% is not bad. Not bad, all right, and and then they're ignoring the eight hundred thousand divorces that occur per year. They're ignoring the uh, divorces that occur every thirteen seconds. They're also ignoring the men who lose their ass in divorce, all right. And so this whole thing about uh, debating the topic of why why people should get married, there's no debate until a person acknowledges the fact, even if they're supportive of marriage, until they acknowledge the fact that men get ruined and. They get ruined on surprise, guys. It wasn't like it. It wasn't like it was like 10 warning signs. Sometimes it is. And you ignore the warning signs or you say, I'll put up with the warning signs. But most of the time, the three of these stories, you're going to hear it was out of nowhere, like an RKO from Randy Orton. All right. And so anyway, 
I encourage men to really think about this in the modern time. I know you guys want to be traditionalists. I know you want to get down on bending knee. I know you want to do all that stuff, man. I, it makes sense, right? But um, this is not my. This is not uh, old times. This is the modern time. This is the modern women. You're talking about marrying someone who is a millennial or a Gen Z. Okay, and if you old generation Xers don't stop getting married, what the hell, y'all? If y'all don't stop getting married, okay, acting like y'all a success story. All right, you guys are two calamities marrying each other. All right, they'd be like, well, we got married at 49. All right, calamities. I mean, how how many how many ruined lives have you guys have? You guys, your scare your skeleton looking like Stevie Wonder skeletons in the closet. If you don't know, that's a reference to a song Stevie Wonder most uh um wrote back in the day called Skeletons in the Closet. All right, your 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 closet looking like the the scene from Thriller. The closet for the cemeteries, the skeletons. All right, back in there, zombies, all kind of stuff. All right, so I don't want to hear about you old Generation Xers, old heads getting married. All right, ain't nothing worse about no old heads jumping the broom. All right, you be looking at them. The woman all built like a butterball turkey. You know, she wasn't like she. She's not a bit all. She's not all stealth. The the, the dude is a goober goofball. I'm gonna make this work. This is my third marriage. All right, my second 15th baby mama. <laughs> I'm going to get married for the 511th time already. I'm going to make this one work. We got together for Kevin Samuels. You know what I mean? Generation X marriages. Let me just tell you about this right now. Y'all shouldn't even have a marriage ceremony. Generation Xer should not. If you're a Gen Xer, don't even have a marriage ceremony. Don't invite nobody's ass. Just go right down to the courthouse. All right. Y'all be right back down there within two years anyway. All right. You'd be right back down there in two years, all right? Less than two years. I guarantee you 70% of Gen Xers that get married in the last two years and going forward, y'all be back divorced. 70% of y'all going to be divorced within two years. Within two years. I guarantee it. I want to, I'll roll the bet. I'll roll, roll the dice, right? Let's make the bet right now. Just elope and get divorced. Call it a day. Don't even move your stuff in. Keep your stuff in storage containers and then just... Because you know what happens, them damn Generation Xers, they so eager to make marriage work, they ignore red flags everywhere. They run all the red lights. They go down State Street, like State Street in Utah, Salt Lake. It's just a long-ass street running red lights. <laughs> red light, red light, red light, red light, red light, red light. The hell out of here. Anyway, man, shout out to the, the, the contributors. XL Pro Services is on the cash app he says for real life game man shout out to xl pro services on the cash app all right i try to get all the cash apps what else isaiah author says coach uh did you hear about the 23 year old single mom of two who got swiss cheesed up trying to lead four pookies in a home invasion what what city was that in what 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 city was that in oh my gosh Hit the like button in the building. Hey, let's like this channel here. Let's like this show. And subscribe if you're new here. Uh, what was she doing? 23-year-old single mother or two. First of all, let me just get the... Can I guess the ethnicity on that one? All right. <laughs> what the hell? How do you become single mother or two at 23? 
and she got Swiss cheesed up, <laughs> right? Trying to hang out with Pookies and doing a home invasion. Oh, man. This is like my show yesterday where I was like, you know, you go back to the hood. Hey, everybody, all my black people here, welcome me. All right, welcome. Take care of me out here. I know you'll look out for my best interest and protect my six. How's everybody doing? How's my black folks doing? Yes, we're all black here. Let's take care of each other. <laughs> the myth of unity in the community. Oh, that rhymes. The myth of unity in the community, bro. Hey, this what you guys got to know. Sometimes these things are generational. Uh, gen, young, the youngins is who you got to worry about. The young Thundercats. All right, you might go to the hood, or you might go to your community and be like, "All right, man, let's let's build this community up and invest in real estate, build it all the way up. We'll paint buildings, we'll replace windows, <laughs> we'll clean sidewalks. Guess what? That's everybody forty and up talking." What about everybody 30 and up? They don't give a damn, all right? They trying to survive. What about everybody 20 and up? They going to take and destroy what you built. That's basically what they going to do. Yeah, let's provide jobs. Dude, everybody 20 to 30 just going to tear it up because <laughs> they don't care about your unity in the community. They don't care. All right, they going to rob you. They going to rob you blind, all right? And it don't take that many of them. Oh, not all of them. No. <sighs> That's what they going to do. It's the young ones doing all the killing. It's the young ones that don't care about all this unity and all that stuff. They just going to take your stuff and they're going to graffiti up the walls and they're going to break the windows. All right. And they're going to litter on the sidewalk. <laughs> That's what they're going to do. <laughs> the myth of the myth, the myth of the unity in the community. Woo. I got to write that down. I got, I got, I got to type that in because that's going to be a show. The myth of unity in the community. Oh man, that's the that's the myth. So this is going to be a special episode for Trenton, New Jersey, Rochester, New York, Atlanta, Georgia, uh Columbia, South Carolina, uh Tupelo, Mississippi. What else? Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Houston, Texas. Uh where else did we do? we're we're missing somebody. Uh, uh Tallahassee, Florida. <laughs> All right, uh, Delaware, you know what I'm saying? What, what, what's that place? Do uh, not Dover, Delaware. Is it, what's the most place in Delaware? Anyway, there's places. That, you know, no, Delaware is rugged. Yeah, Memphis, 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 Tennessee. Definitely Watts, New Orleans. Memphis for sure. Oh, Memphis. Who else? The Bronx, New York, Philadelphia. Oh, Illy, Philly for sure. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh, man, you guys are, you guys are singing right now. Baltimore, Maryland, Cleveland. You guys are you guys are preaching right now. You guys are definitely Chicago. Yeah, you guys are preaching. All right, the myth of the unity in the community, Mission Impossible. Mm -hmm. I encourage all brothers to, if you can, gather up all your resources. I would I would take a bag and look like Bill Bixby walking out in the back of the at the end of the Incredible Hope uh, TV series back in the eighties, where he just had a bag and and he had his thumb out. That's what you should do to get out. <laughs> That's what you should do to get out. Just leave everything at your mama's house. Get a bag. Hitchhike the hell up out of there. Don't fix it. Do not. Guys, take it from me. Take it from me. I've been how old? I'm, I mean, I'm 46 years old. I've been listening to all this rah-rah <laughs> that everybody's saying, you know what I mean? And it's gotten worse and worse. Just get out. Get out. 
don't know how to fix it, coach. It, 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 there's no fix. I've been listening to people preach for 40 years. Ain't no fix. You got you got a single mother or two leading four pookies into a home invasion, and she gets blasted. Get out. That's the that is the <laughs> that is the solution. Get the hell out of it. Hey guys, the goal is to get out. The goal is to get out. Don't, don't stick around. Do not stick around. You you gonna leave us here? Yes, I am. I'm leaving your ass here. <laughs> All right. Reese Williamson, let's go, Coach Gang, man. Shout out to you. Warhammer back in the building. We're in already warmed up. John Ellison says, go Rams. Go free agent lifestyle. Shout out to the counselor's IG page. Hilarious facts. Go follow counselor because most of my, um, I get my best memes from counselor. All right. Counselor with three L's. Gym status, I have a good time with women. I have a good time with women, then gently release them back into the wild. Never cohabitate, never take them seriously, get fit, get money. And the free agent lifestyle is the recipe, man. I'm going to tell you. That's how I do it, man. That's how I do it. And everybody's like, what are you going to bone women all every day, all day, the rest of your life? Maybe, maybe so. What am I going to do? Stay married? <laughs> I mean, what am I going to do? Get tired? Oh, I'll just get married. Forget about it. By the way, I lost on that Cardinals thing there. So I was four and two this weekend. J Flow, a new documentary series, Secrets of Playboy, coming out next week. Hugh Hefner can't catch a break, even six feet deep. Coach Gang, man, I, I did I covered that uh story coming out, and I actually saw on the um newsstand that there are 17 years of silence. We're breaking 17 years of silence. Our hell in the Playboy Mansion. I tell you what, man. Man, do not make any contracts with these people. Jim status married X Y humans have two fates dancing monkey or beaten dog get fit get money love you coach yes indeed that that's what it is that's where you settle into last two uh, Louis Vuitton Tiff no LV Tiff met my girlfriend at twenty five when I didn't have much confidence she was uh, she has been nothing but good now on the up if I met her now would I ever date her advice would I even date her I'm sorry. So this is this this is the situation of leverage we talk about all the time. Leverage, leverage, leverage. Uh, without leverage in life, you you will make bad deals in life. And so essentially, you're telling me you met your girlfriend, you've been with her, but at you met her at 25, and she wasn't she wasn't she wasn't your she was. Let me see here. As you're going up, as you're going up, you're looking back saying I could have done better, or I can get better now. Uh, because you age better in the time that you've grown. And she's probably gotten worse in the time. And so now you realize the bad deal that you made. This is what happens to black men that marry white women, by the way. <laughs> when you met her, you were 25. She was 23. You're like, oh, she was at her peak. Less than eight years later, she looked like your mama. She looked like your nurse. You know what I'm saying? You ever see that black guy? <laughs> that black guy with the white woman? You'd be like, is that your teacher? That your nurse? Who is that? Who is that woman with the short haircut? You'd be like, God dang. And then the dude's all jacked. He's tall, ripped, lean, muscular, all beefed out, pause. <laughs> you looking at him like, how the hell? How the hell did that happen? Like, why are you with her? And he leveled up or 
he just let time happen. She all walking around wobbling. She got a gimpy leg. You know what I'm saying? She got double arm fat in the back of her arm, three necks. You're looking like, and then you see him with the kids. The kids look, you know what I'm saying? They look like cream. They look like caramel. You're looking at him like, did you just get with her? You know what I mean? He didn't just get with her. So he'd been with her for like 12, 15 years. All right. Now she looked gimpy. You know what I mean? He's looking like, whoa. Boy, that didn't turn out well because I'm pretty sure she looked like a little tiny Kaylee when he met her. All right. We already going in on this show. <laughs> this is what she looked like when he met her. She she looked like uh, this woman right here. Where is she at? She looked like uh, Becca, Rebecca. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right. And wife me the fuck up. That's what she looked like before marriage. And then afterwards, she don't look like that no more. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, man, so that's what's happening to this guy. What, what advice should I give you? I hope you didn't marry her. All right. Marry her because you're going to have it. Guys, you guys live in different stages of life. You know what I mean? Your best years are at the tail end. So if you don't have leverage and you make deals with women, it's going to not work out well. It's going to not work out well. Anyway, we love all people here. We love the, the, the gimpy women. I'm not prejudiced against gimpy women, white women, white women that advance. And they take everything that I said. This is just a description. I'm describing people. I'm not hating them. Everybody understand that. I can describe what you look like. We, we live in a day and age where you can't even uh, describe what a person looks like. You were like, you know, that woman, what woman, uh, the woman, um, you know, uh, she's very nice. She works in the HR department. Uh, that one, which one? There's six women down there. Um, she's the woman that uh, she has the nice smile. She's always humorous. She's always she's always uh, happy. Which what, what does she look like? Uh, uh, well, she looks kind of like a nice woman. <laughs> you like, yeah, but 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 describe her. Well, she's uh okay. I'll say it. The gimpy fat white woman with the short Karen haircut. That one, that one. Damn, you prejudiced racist. You self-hater. You hate your mama. You probably like her too. You probably smashed her. And why she gimpy? That's against disabled people. And you're overweight person hater. And you hate white women. <laughs> like, what the hell did I say? I just described her. <laughs> just trying to describe. I get canceled for trying to describe what she looks like. But we live in a world where we can't use descriptions. You like, ah, you know what I mean? Uh, Judy, big booty Judy. Yeah, big booty, big booty Judy. Yes, that one, J Judy. <laughs> I can give you one description of her, two or three descriptions. You know exactly what I'm talking about. But we got to bounce around and play this game of, well, I can't really say what I want. The one that looked like the Goodyear blimp. You know what I mean? You will get it right away. Oh, yeah, Judy. <laughs> Big booty Judy, yeah. Anyway, shout out to Ricky Webster says, I love my coach and also my coach gang. French toast props do. Yes, sir. Man, shout out to you. Thank you, Ricky Webster, for being here again. Let's get into the show. This is a guy right here. I'm going to ruin some hope strategies today. I'm going to start off with this guy right here. All right, guys. Hey, 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 hey. I didn't, take, I didn't say to start talking now. All right, back up. All right, his name is uh, G, 
GMOG Media TV. Somebody recommended that I check this video out. And this is a, a, a video of him being transparent about his divorce. G oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hold up for a second. Lying. Okay, go back. <laughs> it's right, this guy, guy right G here. Why do you keep going on? Do you have autoplay on? Jesus. <laughs> um. Anyway, this is the guy that says, from six-bedroom house to one-bedroom apartment, life after divorce. Guys, this is what normally happens to you after you get a divorce. And then you don't understand how it happened. Wow, this happened pretty fast. Let's listen to the guy. MOG Media TV back with another one. All right, guys, this is probably my this is probably going to be my most transparent video ever. Fair use. Fair use. I'm going to show you guys life after divorce. Like I told you guys, I've been recently divorced and I'm literally starting from scratch. Oh, that all the start, the start from scratch. Guys, I started my entire life over. I left with very little. And most men do because they assume that they're going to lose it anyway. But um, men, you get divorced, you'll be lucky. The best thing she could do is divorce you before the age of 35 or 40. The, be the best thing she could do is divorce you before the age of 40. After 40, not so much. If you get divorced after 40, you probably will never financially recover. Okay. You probably would never financially recover. I moved into my back of my Ford Explorer. Okay, so, and then into a studio apartment. That's how I did. I didn't even get a one-bedroom apartment. I went from back of Ford Explorer to studio bedroom. I mean, yeah, studio apartment. Started from the bottom. So, um, long story short, got divorced recently. Moved out of the house. So I'm going from a six bedroom house, almost 4,000 square feet to a one bedroom apartment where I have to start from scratch. Yeah, man. Yes. Your ass is going to start from scratch. Now, you're not going to realize this until the divorce uh, reality hits you. So right now you're living in your house, you're living comfortable and you think your wife is happy, but she's not. I'm not happy. <laughs> OK, uh, that's all it's going to take. And your ass is going to be starting your life over. And that's just the reality of it, guys. No. So anybody that defends marriage and they don't they don't say, well, a lot of guys get financially ruined and women so for the most part, women get financially ruined, but they were in financial ruin to begin with. Like he threw her a life raft by marrying her. All right. So more than likely, he threw her a life raft by marrying her. So she so she got off the money train. So it's her fault. <laughs> All right. But men were the financier most of the time okay and you have to start over all right so this is my current situation i just recently moved in here um this is my bathroom right here right this is where i've changed and everything i'm getting ready to start my day running some errands my bathroom all right here's my bedroom right now so far damn yo well, you know, it's better than the back of a Ford Explorer, but this happens, man. Mattress all on the floor. Unbelievable. This happens. Mattress all on the floor. He's got to go back into the dating marketplace, bring hoes back to his mattress on the floor. <laughs> it ain't going to work, bro. Uh, yo, I would not date. I would not marry. I would not get into a relationship until I got a bed frame. Okay. But this is the reality of the situation. God, that's probably an air mattress, too. That's probably an air mattress, but I've been there, done that. I got the receipts and I got the pictures to prove it. I sleep on the floor currently. I sleep on the floor, right? 
Just got this TV the other day. Yes, I'm getting furniture. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So I see what's happening here. You sleep with your head this way to watch the TV that way. Woo! I'm getting brand new furniture coming in here. Um, I got furniture coming in this week in my bedroom and um, all that stuff. Um, this is my living room area. Damn, ain't nothing in there, bro. What, where the furniture at? I know he said he's got some furniture. Furniture as well in February. So everything is coming in here brand new. This is a brand new apartment that just opened. Um, but I just wanted to, I, I wanted to share this because I know there's many people, many guys who are going through this situation. Yes, about 800,000 men get divorced and women. Okay, but we're talking about for men. You guys didn't think it would happen to you, and it happened. 850,000 men get divorced. Or let's just put it like this. Out of the 850,000 men who get divorced this year, 80% of them were initiated by women. On a daily basis. Remember, guys, you know, divorces happen every 13 seconds. Yes, divorces happen every 13 seconds. I'm always amazed at how many men go look at these stats after they get divorced. All right. Most men, we do these videos. We tell you these things. It don't hit home until you get divorced. Now, oh, you got us all the stat masters now. Okay, you guys all the stats. 80% file for divorce and 50% bark. Divorce every 13 seconds. Bark. You know what I mean? I'm not making fun of him, but what I'm telling you is it's a reality when you get divorced. When you before you get divorced, you don't listen to it. Bark, bark. But then when you get divorced, bark. 90% of college educated women file for divorce. Bark. <laughs> all right. Y'all want to bark every every damn statistic out. Y'all got all the statistics because you got time to study the statistics. You know why? You getting divorced. The reality, it's hard. All right. But when you're when you're listening to me and you're single thinking about it, oh well, 13 seconds. Who cares about that? And I was married for 16 years. And um, like I said, you know, I'm starting from the bottom. I'm starting from the I'm starting from the bottom over again. You know, um, I'm not asking for any handouts. I'm just basically doing it on my own. You know, if you got oh yeah, sir, you're gonna yes, sir. You're gonna have to do it on your own, my friend. All right, all on your own. But the beautiful thing is, if you don't get into another relationship, in less than two years, you can rebuild your entire life. The worst mistake you're going to make is dating to marry again or dating to get in relationships again. Stay away from relationships. Read my book, The Free Agent Lifestyle. Do not get into another relationship until you fully furnish another two and a half bedroom house, all right, or apartment or townhouse. Do not get into a relationship when you're in that one bedroom apartment. Do not do it. It's going to stagnate your growth. Rebound and you'll be fine. If you get into another relationship in this time period right now, you're going to you're going to severely hamper your recovery. I wish to donate cash app feel free. Um, but, you know, I'm like I said, I'm not asking for any handouts. If you guys want to go ahead and donate, that's fine. It is what it is. No, nope, nope. you got to do it on your own, brother. It is, but. I just want to post this to show you guys that anybody can overcome anyone.
anybody can overcome anyone in any situation. I know I can. You know, I know I definitely can and I will. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm starting from the bottom, literally from scratch. Literally from scratch. You know, empty apartment, sleeping on the floor, you know, uh, and I, 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 I. Damn, it's a lot of echo in that damn place, bro. Don't worry, I've been there, done that, not making fun of you. But that echo means that apartment's empty. I make it do what it do. I make it work, you know, because I know my ability, um, my skill set and what I can do. Mm -hmm. I can definitely flourish in any situation. This is true. You know, that's what I do. I flourish and I conquer any situation. So let it be known, guys, you know, don't let nothing stop you from uh, accomplishing your goals. You know what I men always get very philosophical after they get dumped okay mm. <laughs> i'm just playing i'm not i'm not coming down hard on this guy i'm just saying men get real philosophical when they get hurt when they get divorced great the kingdom come all right then they get real start looking uh they start looking at oh uh, you know this is life what is life it happened to me all right because you were just going through the motions <laughs> you were just going through the motions and uh what happens is your ass got unplugged you got unplugged from the matrix. And then all of a sudden, now you're seeing life for what it is. Oh, life is cold. Life is hard. And now you got to start figuring out how to recover from a very big deficit. Yeah, they start becoming Socrates and all that stuff. But listen, it, this is how I became who I was. You got to get dumped on your head, guys. And life is hard. Don't ever let Sizzle said the forced RP pill. Yeah, you get that forced RP pill. You get humble. That's what it is. The reality is red pill. Uh, you get the forced RP shoved right down your throat, like Sizzle said. Somebody says uh, you get humble. Tats M says you get humble. And this is what happens to men. You get humble. Your ego gets checked. All right. And a lot of these guys that are supporting marriage, your ego going to get checked. Carly. Hey, bruh. Your ego go get chin checked. So anyway. Head up. Always stay positive. Always stay motivated. Um, I'm going to talk to you guys in a separate video about my other situation, what I'm doing right now currently, like in terms of dating, you know, stuff like that. Um, I do see my kids every day. I live right down the street from my kids. Like literally, I can get on in the car and be there in two minutes. So I said Kaylee was calling. <laughs> you guys heard that, huh? So I'm literally right down the street, right? That's the reason why I moved into a brand new apartment where I, where I stay. But, you know, overall, guys, uh, like I say, don't let nothing stop you. This is a motivation video for you guys to overcome divorce or any dire straight situation. All right. So just just keep that in mind. No matter what you're going through, never give up. Ne always, always bet on yourself. Um, and you're the only one that can make things and make changes. You are. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that, sir. Uh, you know, you'll you'll make it. You seem like you're young. You seem like you're under 40. So you're gonna do very well. Okay, you're gonna do very well. I would stop the dating though. I would get off the dating marketplace for sure. All right. So let me see here. Um, somebody was calling me. Kaylee was calling. Kaylee was here last night. Uh, let's see here. Let's go ahead and pop that video off and go to the super chats. Uh, yeah, man, you, you become more philosophical. You start to understand life. And then now you got to make you got to make a way for yourself. All right. So you guys got to be careful. Be careful out here with this decision of getting married when you're young, like uh, 
LF underscore Tiff said at 25, he didn't have leverage and he got into a situation. Now with clarity, now that he knows what he has to lose, he wouldn't make that bet and get that woman. You understand what I'm talking about? Of course I smashed. I smashed. Uh, but anyway, um, with clarity and leverage, it, it's the story that I tell you, and I'm going to do the super chats. When you have nothing to lose, right? And they say you're going to lose half your stuff if you get married to this woman. When you have no half of anything, you'll do that deal. You'll be like, well, I got nothing anyway now. And so you'll marry her, and 12 years later, you'll have half. You'll have half. You'll have something that you can lose half of. And then you're like, I don't want to lose it. What do I do? And guys, you're on your own when the divorce is filed. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can help. All right. When she, when the divorce is filed, you're on your own. Same thing as men who don't get married and they get they get the age 35 and they build their life. And then somebody tells them, get married. Well, he has he has a life built. And then he goes, I'm going to lose half of this. He's probably not going to get married. He's going to say, hell no. I know what I have to lose. So it's about leverage. All right. So let me do super chats. Jim status says. Those who don't hit the like button will be cursed with being a stepdaddy. Get fit, get money in free agent lifestyle. Indeed. Isaiah M says, uh, oh, by the way, hit the like button. Indeed. As he says, 1577 uh, viewing and only 552 likes. Hey, do me a favor, man. Let's hit the like button in the building. All right, I'm going to play some loud ass noises. All right, let me go ahead and hit, let's do this. Let's hit the like button. Let's let's pause for a second for station identification. You are listening to the Coach Greg Adams channel. This is the hit the like button territory. Let's get to 800 likes. All right, slowly approaching 800 likes. Appreciate you. We got them up and we hit up. Yeah, there we go. We slowly approaching it. Uh, appreciate that. Isaiah M says, Coach Gang, we know why Kanye wasn't invited to the child's birthday in light of the best divorce. Uh, the West divorce, right? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. So they haven't, I think they finalized the divorce. No, I can't remember. We reported on them already doing the house transaction. But uh, yeah, that's that's basically why they didn't do it. And there's still a little animosity there. Um, they've been playing these dating women in public and she probably didn't want him to bring the, babe, the, the new girlfriend there. There was a whole bunch of stuff uh, related to that. But that's very common. Um. LFLV Tiff says, exactly, coach. I'm 30 now, Jack, and she's gone downhill, shaking my head. He says, listen to the coach and focus on you. It's all about leverage, guys. Leverage, I cannot underscore that anymore. When you're under 30, you have very little leverage. And, and you haven't got your duck sick the way it should get sicked. Pause. You haven't had the orgies that you need to have. You haven't had the finest woman that you need to have. I'm going to tell you, man, I tell you, when I got married, I was I was in the streets a little bit. I thought I was until my divorce. I was like, shit, I was missing out on the damn wild, wild west. Right. So I can't I grew up in the time before there was even text messages. You know what I mean? Like we had pagers and flip pagers. Right. Then I got divorced. OK, so 
I got married in 2004. 2004. By by 2012, 2013, I was um separated. Separated. So that 10 years, and within that 10 year window, it went from literally women, you had to date them for 90. There was a women with 90 day rules when I got married. By the time I got divorced and separate, separated and divorced, it was the Instagram and Tinder cock carousel. <laughs> it was like, I was like, what the hell happened here? Women was slinging out peace leave like 90 day rule. It was women was dropping off peace leave, slobbing all over you, doing all stuff. I was like, what? <laughs> It was, it was like night and day, night and day, like, God dang, what could happen? That happened in, in that happened in 10 year period within a less than a 10 year period. So yeah, it was like, it was like, like when I was dating, they had the book, they had this book called, um, the rules. Remember that? Let me see here. I'm going to look it up. The rules book. When I was, because I knew my, met my wife in 2001 by time. You know, by well, my person that was going to be my wife met her in 2001. We're married by 2004. When we were dating, there was a book called The Rules. When did that book come out? I'm gonna look it up. The book came out in 1995. So, yeah, it was, it was around then. This is the book, The Rules. So, women were operating on this book. All right, in dating, this is how much dating's change. It says time tested secrets for capturing uh the heart of Mr. Wright. So women were following this, where it was like, don't do this in 90 days and make them wait. This is what women were doing. Now, of course, there were skeezers and 304s back then too, but it wasn't as mainstream as it was, or it wasn't as out in front as you see it today. So this is when I was getting dating and married. This is what we were doing and when I was in the dating times. This is what we were doing. Women was trying to put your ass into the long run, especially by, by 2012, it was the full-on cock carousel. Just nasty times. So what I'm telling you is a lot of times, man, you guys got to chill out, get your leverage. If you don't have leverage, You'll be stuck. You're going to make a deal with somebody, a duck, a mud duck, whatever you want to call them. Now it's the 90 second rule. We're going to go back into the, yeah, somebody said do a stream on the rules. That would be funny as hell. Just reading what women used to think about dating, how to get married. Man, they don't do none of that stuff today. None of it. All right. And this is why they're at where they at. Everybody's leading off with sex and trying to, I'll call it, I call it, shoot first ask questions later shoot first oh uh where are we going and they try to patch up a relationship after boning each other to death or dating the worst thing you can do to find a wife is to date you ain't gonna find a wife or a husband the worst thing you can do to find a husband is date uh shout out to simon small with the thumbs up shout out to you reese williams said say hey coach play that clip the family guy divorces man in studio apartment Fair use. Uh, sometimes I can't play all the Family Guy clips. I can't play that type of stuff. Family Guy divorces man in studio. I'm sorry. Family Guy divorced man in a studio apartment. I'll find it and then because I don't want to get in trouble. Let me see if I can find it, though. 
I'm going to pop it up here so I can see it. But it happens. Yeah, it's a 41-second clip. Void of Light, he says, I almost lost my five-bedroom home after four years, uh, about four years ago due to divorce, dealt with domestic situation because she put her hands on me first, went to jail, case dismissed, divorced her immediately afterwards. He was like, get out. Get out. That's crazy. But these are the stories nobody talks about. Oh, you guys are just bitter on her. Oh, you must have done something. You must have made her mad. I'm not happy. Retired Navy 2011. I'm currently going through the same thing, and I'm 48, starting from scratch, and in panic mode. Your videos are golden. Keep up the good work, bro. All right, so um, congratulations, bro. You're getting out of it, so you're starting over at age 48. All right. And the reason why I try to uh, warn men at age 40, uh, you know, the, about the divorce after age 30 something is because just think about it. Your working years are, you know, ideally up to age 65. Um, your body's going to start slowing down at 55. You know what I mean? So if you're doing let's just say you're a. A physical worker, right, and, and um, you're 48. Your body's going to not want to be working till 65, right? Men do it. Men do it all the time. They have to push through it, right? And then they walk in like, like a pirate. You know what I mean? So so let's say if you're that guy and you get divorced at 48. Shit, you got to work at the plant. What was I just watching the video of a guy saying, um, or somebody did a super chat of a guy saying, yeah, um, I was going to retire at this age, but now I got divorced. Now I got to work till 75. Like you can't retire now. It's you basically have to start over. Okay. And with limited time, you've been working since age 25. Now you've worked for 23 years. Now you got to collapse all of that. You lost all of that time. Now you got to work from age 48 to 65, make all that money back up, build a retirement back up. Oh, there was a guy that did that. He was like, he was a college professor divorced now he's got to start over and keep teaching he can't retire now can't do it this is what we're telling you about this is what we're warning you about we're not just coming down and talking about the ladies guys the ladies are part of the issue and they're part of the issues because their emotions are what leads them to these positions right and they get you in oh i'll never do these things i'll be good to you eternally just wipe me up and i'll do everything you want and then that's gonna change guys that's the bait that's the bait she gets you in everything's lovely she's cuddling she's ducking you're sick um she's slobbing all over you she's licking all up over your body you licking all up over her y'all trading juices and all this stuff and everything seems fine until it's not fine and then you guys come to me but coach now what do i do now what do you do now? It's you're done. You're at the mercy of the court. Throw yourself at the mercy of the court. What strategy should I do now? Um, start over. What I try to get you to do is think about it before you get into it. Not what to do after the fact, because you have limited chess moves after the fact. You're check, you're in check right now. And you're about to be checkmate if you really F up. Uh, feast and famine, feast and famine. I believe Dre G says pump and dump, never gump, pump and dump, never gump. 
Oh, man, Matt Yaza, shout out to you for your super chat. We in the building. Charlie Brown says marriage is literally a prison sentence. It's only for broke people and legacy. This is this is true. Most many men don't learn their lesson and go back to prison, which is dumb. Men build your own legacy. And thanks for your service, coach. Indeed. Thank you, Charlie Brown. You get caught up in, I think, broke people in um, hope, hopeful people, broke people, and then elites, right? The top 10%, the top 5%. Those people will always get married. The kings and queens, the royal people, they'll always get married. The, the top suburban people in your country, in your city, in your state, they'll always get married. And they'll iron everything out in a business way. Not only that, they're least likely to drag your ass in the family court. I was in, I live, you guys know I live in Orange County, California. When I was there, I rarely saw suburban housewives and husbands getting dragged into court proceedings. Okay. What I saw there were semi-middle-class to lower-middle-class to poor people dragging their asses in the court. I never saw no rich soccer mom with breast implants and duck lips with, with her little studious librarian glasses and her hair in a, with a pencil in it dragging her rich husband in his, in his uh, uh, pinch, what is it, pinstripe suit. And he's sitting there looking all elite. I've never seen, I never see those people. I see straggledaggles. I see ham and eggers. I see gorditas and Jose. All right. I see straggledaggles dragging men in for family court. That's who I see. I see broke ass people coming in there splitting up $400. I see broke people coming in there trying to get their husband or their ex-husband on $500 of child support a month, which equates to $6,000 a year. That's what I see. Rich people set a lot of court. Rich people don't be dragging the, the housewife. Don't be in there. Uh, I see tattooed up broads dressed like they came from the nightclub to get in front of the judge talking about how they got domestically violated by Chad. That's what I see. Yeah, I see normies in there. I don't see no, I don't see no rich people in the court doing proceedings. If they're there, they're there when nobody else is there. They're there with the, their attorney show up and they're sitting at home. She's. She's taking her kids to, to school and soccer practice, and he's at the job calling up, hey, how did it go in the divorce court? That's what I see. So, again, the elites, they're going to get married. The top 10%, they're going to get married, and if it don't work, they'll just iron that shit out. Somebody will be in tears. <laughs> she'll be in her house. They'll, she'll get the alimonies. They'll do the settlement. What? He'll transfer the money over electronically. Dog, this broad. <laughs> and it'll be, the, it'll be a wrap. Yeah, all I see in there are knuckle draggers duking it out for pennies. Duking it out for pennies. It's sad, but that that is the reality of the world. All right. And so what, what my point is, it's the broke, it's those people that do the hope strategy and they're duking it out for pennies after six years of marriage. Rich people, they'll get married, but they ain't gonna go through none of that. Mr. Nonchalant, shout out to the mud ducks. We want them, he says, we want them for a good time, a lot of not, not a long time. Mm -hmm. The mud ducks and the mud sharks and all them, short time. We here for a good time, not a long time. Uh, Amari says, I'm 18 and black and was born not in the community, in wedlock. Parents still married today after being RP'd. I realized how blessed I am. Oh, yes, sir. 
super duper blessed to be in that type of situation there. You're in the rare breed. You're a rare breed. Uh, so uh, I wish your parents much more success. I'm not sure. I'm sure they're doing well. Um, DG Seymour, respect to you, coach. I support the work you're doing. So many men need to hear your message about personal development and success. Bless, bro. Appreciate that. We'll have the blue chip mindset here tomorrow um, on this one. Let's get the likes up to a thousand. Okay. <laughs> Let's get the likes up to a thousand because this message is important. Let's share another video, right? This just isn't just one. Let's share this video of Tech Lead. All right. This was a popular video about two years ago. Let's listen to his story. We already listened to the story of the gentleman here who had to restart his life over probably somewhere um, mid 30s, end of uh, in tail end of his sorry, tail end of his 30s. Here's another man right here, tech lead. Um, I think he's been introduced to the RP community via other content creators. And uh, this is his story. Everything was going well until it didn't. Oh, by the way, uh, fair use on this one. We do invoke our fair use clause uh, or the failure use clause. We support the fair use, as it says right here. It says excerpts of copyrighted material may under certain circumstances be quoted verbatim for purposes of criticism, news reporting, teaching, and research without the need for permission for them or payment to the copyright holder. All right. Shout out to you. All right. Let's go in here. He has a lot of subscribers. And uh, let's listen to his story. Hey, TechWit here, and welcome back to another episode. Now, I have a bit of funny news to share with you guys. It's not that funny, actually. Uh, my wife left me. Oh, no. Not the wife left me. Uh, guys, the wife will leave you. You will leave your wife. This is part of the story of romance. Now, I know that some of you guys may be surprised that I have a wife. Or <laughs> this dude's pretty funny. He already told two. He already told two dry jokes that were pretty funny. Had, and I have a kid as well, a three-year-old child. He's he's great. I love that guy. Three years, what is that called? The praying mantis. Um, but one day she just took all of her stuff, packed all her bags, took my kid, and just left, went back. Damn. Damn. Just like that, guys. I'm not happy. Now, <laughs> we don't know what happened, what led up to that. Maybe he'll explain. We're not going to watch the entire video. But it can happen like that from the male perspective. Back to Japan. Now, I don't want to get too much into the details because I think that this would be disrespectful for her. And Most men take that approach. And it's just way too much information, right? Like, it's just random, personal, small, detailed information that doesn't really help anybody. But first of all, I do want to say that the biggest victim in all of this is my son. And, you know, I strongly believe that children should be growing up with two parents. So. That is the least that's that's coming into the least common way to raise kids. It is a 17 percent of all households are two parent households with children, 17 percent. But that that's not against the the broken homes. That's against all households combined, meaning single households, single female, single male, uh, rainbow, Skittles, um, you know, uh, hetero, poly, polygamous. Right. If you combine all of those, only 17 percent of households are married two kids. So it is just an absolute shame that this had to happen. And, you know, we did have some issues. I did not expect it would get this bad to this point. I had always envisioned that I would be living 
many, many years to the end of my life with this person and my son. Nope. Guys, stop hoping that I envisioned. I thought I was going to have a legacy. I thought I was going to stay together with my wife forever and raise our kids. It is literally not going to happen. You're, the likelihood of that happening is slim to none and slim just died. And that it would just be a great family. But no, nope. But there are differences in culture and value and where people wanted to be. Her family was mostly over in Japan. I tried my absolute hardest to get this to work. And I left both of those people to the very end until they just decided to leave without really talking about it anymore and broke off communications. And so, that's you. And the whole story is super complex and I might get into it over time. <laughs> but in this episode, I specifically wanted to focus on the money portion of this. Since sometimes I talk about personal finance, but yeah, you can see that this whole apartment is empty. It has been empty for a while now. Let's talk about how money affects a relationship because I feel that success played a big role in the destruction of our relationship. And it did this in ways that I did not expect. Okay, so firstly, money acts as an escape hatch. Anytime you have the smallest little disagreement or argument, you can just press this button and you'll be given boatloads of money and you'll be on your way. You can okay, so this, this destroys the, uh, I'm gonna get money and I'm gonna get better women uh, to wife and I'll have more control or meaning I'll keep her in check by having money. Guys, this, by the way, that's a mighty big hand there, pause. I got to put that yeah. off my screen. I can't look at it. All right. Um, guys, money is not going to keep her in check. It actually makes you a bigger, fatter target. It actually makes it more of something that is going to lead her to destroy you faster with it. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> okay. You guys are, money is going to be the reason why they pull the trigger faster. So understand that. And, you know, you can go travel or do whatever you want. You can decide to become a single parent. Is that Kawhi Leonard's hand? What the hell going on here? Anyway, let's go in here. Which is normally very difficult, but it's actually quite easy if you have sufficient funds such that you don't even need to work. You just stay home and watch the kid. And, you know, like, for example, my parents, they came into the U.S. They were broke and that struggle became a bond for them. And there was no quick, easy escape hatch for either of them. They just had to learn to cooperate and work together. And that strengthen their relationship but not so much if you have some level of success and i feel like i have been climbing mount everest and halfway up with my partner she decides to bail on me yeah <laughs> uh so he gave her the stay-at-home wife life he gave her all that stuff and then she was like oh, i'll pull the parachute golden parachute and then i'll just bounce out of here with my check thank you and Normally, there's no way to bail on a mountain like that. You have to get to the top or keep struggling to go up. But when Not you anymore. have funds, you could just call in a helicopter exactly. and say you want out. That's right. And that helicopter would just take you out. I'm and not happy. <laughs> and you don't have to do that struggle. You don't have to mess around there. And then that leaves me stranded there. High value target. High value target. This is why women call up Kevin Samuels. How do I get a high value man? I want a high value man. All right. And the term is high value man, but what they want is a man with money. I want him to make $150,000 a year, $300,000 a year. 
All right. Because then they can do what? Call the helicopter on his ass when he doesn't cooperate. I'm not happy. <laughs> High value target. High value target. Like, I don't know if I'll be able to get to the top anymore. Oh, oh man. Here he goes. I don't know if I'll be able to get to the top again. Um, I'm going to stop the video share right here and then add this because there's, you know, he goes into this. Uh, you guys can see these clips if you want to. What's what's going to happen to him is that he used his wife and his child as a reason to provide. Okay, this is what men do. We love providing. We love seeing children and women happy. Okay, we love giving to them because oftentimes we're better at providing, right? This is kind of how we are built. And so his motivation to get up every day was to please his child, provide a blue chip mindset for the child, and please his wife. And so he worked and worked and worked. Now that's gone. I'm not happy. He's going, <laughs> what do I need to work for now? Because his living budget is very small. In order for him to survive, it takes little for a man to survive. Even if you, even if you live in San Francisco and you're, you live in a one-bedroom apartment, the most of it is what? Let's just say it's $3,200 a month to rent that one-bedroom uh, apartment in San Francisco. $3,200. If I make $8,000 a month, I'll cover my budget easily. Easily. I'll save for retirement easily. I'll be able to buy trinkets easily. I'll be able to go eat out at night. I can live a very good life, even in San Francisco, off 8K a month. Let's just say he makes something obscene like 40K a month. This dude's going to cover all his bills. He's like, it's going to be easy, but he's going to feel empty. And so he's going to have no reason to make uh, work 10 years at 40K a month. He's like, I'll work two more years. I'll go into monk mode. I got all the money I want. But his reason to get up every day was his wife and kids. Once that's removed, you're going to be like this. What? <laughs> you're going to be like, what do I do now? And that's where he is. He's at the, okay, I have no reason to rebuild. I have no reason to go forward. He has to find that. And the way you find that, the way I came up with it was the free agent lifestyle. Okay, because men need a sense of purpose. If your purpose is no longer a woman and children, because that, that's removed as a possibility. What next? What do you achieve next? That's why I wrote the free agent lifestyle. So I took the whole chase women, get validation from women, prove that you're a man by betting women. That, that gives you nothing. That's a basically a losing proposition that eventually you're going to get drowned in the process. And there's various ways you can get drowned. Me too. A sexual assault allegation. Uh, you pick the wrong woman to put your salami in. You pick a crazy chick. And she damages your property or she stalks you. Um, divorce. A bad breakup. Uh, you're going to break up. Every relationship you're going to enter is going to end. All right. Don't, don't, get, don't get me started on this one. Every one. Like 90% of you, every relationship you've got into has ended. So don't give me this. Well, what if you find the one? That, that, that is, that, that's something you can handle, ha handle when it comes. I, until it's there, what's your other sense of purpose? How many women? You want to get to 1,000 women and bed them. You're going to feel empty after you bed them. Trust me. I went around and fornicated a lot. After I busted a nut, the next morning I woke up, I, I was back to zero. All right, with my nut sack filling up. All right, that's all that, that's all that happened. I didn't get to report it. Uh, hey, everybody, I busted a nut last night. What do you got, a book over here? 
951. I'm almost there. What do you got? <laughs> go check your STD count. <laughs> That's what you need to go check. Go check your STD. Um, by time, let's just say you wanted to bang 200 women. By the time you get there, 191, 191. 180 of them fat women, ugly women, women I would never see again. All right. That's empty stuff. What else you got after that? What else do you have to show? What sense of purpose? If your purpose every day is to get up and get a skeezer, you're em- you're going to feel empty, very empty. Or you want to get some woman's soul. Guys, that is a fruitless pursuit. You're never going to get her soul. You're going to borrow it or lease it. Okay? You're going to borrow her soul or lease it. And then somebody else is going to come along. We're going to show you. I'm going to show you. Somebody else is going to come along and steal your hope. I'm guaranteed to steal your hope when I'm on the microphone doing my show. Shout out to brand newbie and Lord Jamar in the house. Here's a man right here. We're going back to the brother. Black brother, strong brother. I never had another. I want you to know that. Them sisters can sing a song, huh? Jill Scott. Was that Jill Scott? Who was singing Black Brother? Angel, Angie Stone. Black brother, strong brother. I will never hurt another. They out here with the worst relationships of all time, but they will sing a Black Brother song on your ass. I love the black man and he got to be strong. Divorce, child support ass people. <laughs> all right, let's go into the show here. I'm going to have to skip along on this guy's story because he's taking a while to unfold his story. All right. I tried to watch it and I'm like, damn, I'm trying to like get. So I'm going to have to. (laughs) All right. I'm going to have to uh, go ahead and skip. But listen to this guy's story. I want to be transparent here. So I might have to run into chipmunk mode for real because he. He's all over the place, quite frankly. Good story, but it's just all over the place. 2017, um, I got married. Whoa, 2017? Wait, when did he... Fair use, by the way. This video was recorded in 2021. This guy... This guy got married and divorced in five years. Guys, and you guys think you guys have a chance out here? Well, he must have been doing wrong. Hey, um... Fair use, by the way. Dude got married, clump, divorce. Guys, you guys really be falling out for this marriage system. These marriages collapse in no time flat. Married. I got married to. He was looking pretty slim here. He's definitely looking like, uh, you know, some of you gumps be looking out here. I'm doing the right thing by my sisters and my community. And I'm saving the community. I'm a hero. I'm a hero. I'm a hero by getting married. I'm going to be the one person that makes it in my life. I'm going to have stability. I'm going to have a degree. And I'm going to get married. And we're going to be a two-parent household, right? Nope. This girl that I've been with throughout college, you know what I'm saying? Mostly through college. Um, And we was together for a while, you know, went through college together a little bit of our adulthood as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and 
you know, mm-hmm. decided to jump the broom and Uh-oh. be bonded. For- oh, no. Jump the broom and be bonded. Oh, but I guarantee you he's from the South. Uh, this, this tends to happen. This tends to happen to brothers in the South. Uh, yeah, you get you get you get put into your Christian values. They raise you. Uh, they, you see nothing but dysfunctional relationships and marriages, and then they think that oh, you'll have success at this though. Nope. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? They had a Kunta Kinte wedding. Everything felt right. Everything felt like you know it was the right thing to do. The next step to do. Um, you know, he was listening to Jagged Edge since we've been together for a good little minute. Um. You know, people kind of looked up to us as that black couple in oh, school. There it that is. That couple that just stood through everything. There it is. There it is. There it is. I told you. They, they're going to tell you that you're going to be the one black couple to, 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 uh, to, you're going to have the black love, the portrait of black love, the portrait of a woman, the portrait of family. You're going to be the one to overcome the kings and queens. Do the next step to do. Um, you know, since yeah, the, we've been together, the power couple, you're going to be the power couple. You're going to be the one. And, and what's going to happen is you're going to be the example for other black couples to get together and do it right. You, we're going to be the one to do it right. And then many people are going to follow your lead and they're going to get, divor- they're going to be shocked when you get divorced for a good little minute. Um, you know, people kind of looked up to us as that black couple in school yeah. and that couple that just stood through everything. You know what I'm saying? Black love, the black love thing. Yeah, you're going to break the cycle. (laughs) So with that being said, you know, we decided to get married, you know. Um, Honestly, was that the best move? (laughs) At the time, it felt like it, you know. Oh, at the time, I keep telling you guys, it's going to feel like it at the time, and then reality's going to hit. Um. But, you know, sometimes you can't let time mm. determine what's truly going on or what's truly there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, as you can see, this is why I want to skip ahead because he's trying to unfold the story. But I, God bless him. He's using, he's doing it. He's doing it well. He's not angry or bitter. He's just telling the story. In order to be prosperous, you know, in order Skipping to ahead. make a name for ourselves, build, build wealth and Uh, uh, and all that good stuff there it is there it is there's the legacy there's the legacy raised here went to school here we really need to move from this state in order to be prosperous you know in order to make a name for ourselves build build wealth and and all that good stuff (laughs) to build wealth (laughs) no marriage is a wealth breaker it's a wealth destroyer for most people some people do build wealth, but I mean, just look at the statistics. Statistically, um, you have to be a blue chip mindset person. You guys got to be on one accord for it to work. If it doesn't work out, it's a wealth destroyer. Now, granted, um, come on, man, get the I story was saying out. that because there wasn't many opportunity in. I'm gonna say it. There wasn't many opportunities in South Carolina for anyone recently. South Carolina. No, I was all right. So let's get ahead. And her, even though she had a job, but it was still kind of like a little bit of a struggle. So I think that kind of helped. Okay, the struggle financially play into what happened in the marriage, maybe. But yeah. those are conversations that you don't really have. Okay, skipping ahead. Good. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I know what you're saying. Let's fast forward to fast the forward. beginning of 2018. Yes. Okay. All right. Fast forward. Okay. Wait a minute. 2017. We're going to fast forward to 2018. 
Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 2018? 2017 married. 2018. Fast forwarding. That is not a fast forward, sir. That is a walk in the park. Let's go ahead and play it. Not even a year. Yes. Not even. Not even a year. Barely six months in. Six months. (laughs) (laughs) But they've been together through college and a little bit of their adulthood. Then they got married. And then six months after the wing slipped on, L. Um, Somebody said 30 minutes later. It was around Mother's Day. and you know her family came to the house we grilled a couple of my family members and friends okay the cookout the cookout yes someone that i wouldn't have to worry about someone that uh-huh. had my best interest no in heart no 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 uh, no and i always looked at her as a person that i can trust i always <laughs> guys there's no trust here looked at her as someone that i wouldn't have to worry about uh-huh. someone that had my best interest at heart Nope. Um, always had the utmost respect for her because, mm-hmm. like, I knew that she cared for me. That's 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 yeah. how I truly felt. You felt, y'all. When y'all go wake up, y'all be y'all. I told you, men are the most hopeless romantic out here. You guys are big fat juicy targets in these streets. You guys are big fat juicy targets because you lead with your you guys match emotion for emotion and you get ran over. But. Fast forward throughout that day. Okay, going through the day, know, the cookout. Family was still there, and then it's getting down to the evening. You know, I'm outside grilling with her dad and stuff like that. We're having a good time, chopping it up, shooting the breeze, you know? Thing. Okay, rehashing the same BS that y'all do when y'all get together. I got it. It's that family do. And um, as- sometimes when you're together with family, it can that can be the healing to your miserable marriage. So your family gets together, and you feel like, ah, this is... He's, these these times are why I'm married, right? You got married couple, married couple, family, and you see the patriarch and the matriarch. You see that stuff, and you're like, "This is why I'm married," and that's the only re- that's the only reason that gives you a little bit of hope because you see other married people. As the day went on, her family decided to stay the night with us, and we was going to go to breakfast in the morning. Okay, okay. Um, so the night is winding down. Everyone is going to bed. All right, all right. Her go to bed. Okay. And, okay, they were in the bed together. And you know, at this point, I'm exhausted. It's like probably 11:30 p.m. Exhausted. Yes. Been grilling, been cooking, been socializing all See, day. See, that's where he All right, yeah, we got all that. One because I just kept hearing bzz, 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 ding. Okay, so he's in bed with her with the with her family there. Notice this, guys. This is when you're going to get ambushed. Her family knew their marital problems. You were the last to know. This is when you get ambushed. Anytime her family's around, you can guarantee she's going to go off on you in front of them. Um, there's going to be some sort of um, um, some sort of thing, an event that gives her assurance that she can pull the parachute plug then. So when her family comes around and your marriage isn't going well or you're unsure about things, you can guarantee the plug is going to be pulled right there. Uh, let's go back. He's in bed with her. He's tossing and turning. He's waking up to buzzing and pinging um, on the phone. All right, on his phone. So it sounds something probably like like this right here. Let me see here. Sounds something like, where's the, oh, right here. Sounds like this. Beautiful, I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? 
in these streets. You in these what? <laughs> I believe the two should be tied up in these streets. They were in South Carolina, so probably mosquitoes. <laughs> All right, let's continue, sir. Like, oh, he's headed. Ding, ding. So, I was like, it's one one a.m. Usually, she's not texting her girlfriends or anything like that because mm -hmm. they got mans and husbands and stuff too. They don't be texting like that. So I was uh -huh. like, oh well. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So I kind of turned over a little bit, and you know, I wanted to try to go back to sleep. So I went back to sleep. Tried to, tried to, and still hurt it. So I, uh, that's your gut. You know, that's your sick inside, guys. This is what happens to you. Kind of turned back over and kind of cuddled her a little bit. Yeah. And then as I was cuddling a little bit, I kind of saw her phone. And then I saw a, a, a man's name on there that I'd never seen before. So I was like, 1.30 a.m., a man's name that I don't even know. This is six months into the marriage. This is six months. In these streets. This don't even sound... This don't even sound right. But I didn't press the issue right then and there. Normally men don't. Denial. Until I kept hearing. Somebody said Darnell. Bzz, 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 ding, ding, ding. So now I was like, yo, like, who you texting this late? In these streets. And I could tell that she was kind of startled a little bit because she probably thought I was asleep. <laughs> oh, listen to your gut, man. Or the Holy Spirit, the education movement said, just, just listen. You're, he knows something's wrong. He's not. He's being. He's being oblivious because he hopes she's not doing it, or in and out of sleep, or in a deep sleep. So that's what she was like. Nobody. Doom, doom, doom. I was like, Nah. Who are you texting? Because nah. I know she would tell me instantly who she texting. So. <laughs> she ain't nope. She ain't gonna tell you. So, um. And then she wouldn't tell me. So I was like, Let me see your phone. And I don't, I've never been this type of guy to go through a phone or nothing like that. So I was like, go through their phone. <laughs> go through their, why do guys always be like, ah, oh, I don't want to go through your phones. Not that's mate guarding. No, go through their phone. Guys, you're going to end your marriage real fast. I want two married people. Anybody that wants to say that they're happily married. When you have this discussion with me, I want both of your phones. Okay, let's just put it out right there. If you want to debate me on marriage, I want you and your spouse to be right in front of me. I want to hold both of your cell phones unlocked. I can guarantee you I'll destroy your marriage in three minutes. Three minutes. Either one of you fools, I'm going to catch one of you fools. Like, Let me see your phone because this don't even sound right. She was like, why? She kept questioning why. So I just took the phone. So I was like, boom. Looked at the phone. There was a dude in there. Dude, and they was just having this conversation. Looked like they was having a conversation throughout the whole entire day. So when you was grilling, talking to pops, and feeling good about your marriage, your wife was disappearing somewhere, texting another dude. And I was looking, and I was seeing things like, "I'm gonna bring you a plate," and this and that, and all kinds of stuff. And so the food you cooking, your wife is telling Dexter, Deontay, that. She, she's going to bring him a plate of food that you're, you and her pops are grilling. Damn. Cold-blooded. I'm not happy. This is how it can happen, guys. Not to me, coach. I was like, what? Who is this cat, yo? Like, this is crazy. So then she got upset because I guess I caught her. So I was like, yo, who is this? Boom, boom, boom. And this is where, this where it really got me. She was like, I was going to tell you. Oh, I was going to tell you. 
Yep, I was going to tell you why my father is here and my mother's here. I was going to tell you, six months. I was like, tell me what? What exactly was you going to tell me? You know what I'm saying? So then since family is in the house, we decided to go outside because we didn't want to make a, a ruckus and ruckus. all this inside. At 1.30 in the morning. Family was staying the night. So we went outside, talked, walked the block, boom, boom, boom. And boom, boom. It's just... She was just telling me about the situation, uh -huh. and this and that, this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the weird thing about this is uh -huh. I never suspected that any of this would ever happen. <laughs> she said it wouldn't happen to me. She said she would never do those things. And she did it. But I realized uh -huh. once she started hanging out with these new friends of hers, uh -oh. all her friends was married, uh -huh. but all of them had bad marriages. Oh, Either the wife great. was cheating on the husband or the husband was cheating on the wife. Uh, and that's what happened. I was like, the 304 she friends. She shouldn't be hanging with them, but I can't control who she hang with. Like she you can't tell me who to be friends with. You can't tell me who to be friends with. And she out there going to girls' nights out. This is what happened. They went on a girl trip. Uh-huh. You just got these new group of friends where mm -hmm. everybody has something going wrong in their marriages. Mm -hmm. And yet we're newlywed. And she's seeing this and that, and they're probably influencing her to do this. So all and kind of stuff like this you. is going through my head. And um, it just made me realize, like, okay, okay, this okay. This is crazy. Yeah. This this is not the end of it, but at that moment, I was like, this okay, feeling in my gut. And we were supposed to go to breakfast with her parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. I didn't feel I know right what you're saying. going to breakfast. They had to fake like I was sick because he crying in his pillow, he clutching his pillow, he got his feelings hurt. All right. For the first time, I can't believe it. All right, he clutching his pillow with the moonlight in his face, acting like he's sick. Instead of throwing their ass out the house, I would have just started throwing their ass out the house. All right, I'm not gonna be. Oh, I'm sick. I can't make it. Everybody, get out. That's what I would do. That house will be shaking, earthquaking right now. It would be earthquaking. Everybody, pack yo ish. Get out. That's what I would done. Because the situation really. Threw me for a loop, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's stunned. He got rocked. All right, come on, man. Get to the get to the good part. Cookout. So we ended up going to um my mom's spot in Sumter. Oh. So had to fake the funk there. Yep. Had to fake the funk like every many fair many, many married couples fake the funk around family. They're halfway to divorce, but they never they they act like they're married. Go ahead. Everything was going good. Car ride. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. Really talking on the way back. Talked a little bit. Okay. About what was going on? And oh, come on, come on. You know, like okay, what's up? What happened? Who this dude is? What's the relationship? How y'all know each other? Boom, boom, boom. Boom. Okay, another boom, boom, boom. Let's come go. to find out. Come to find out. I guarantee you, you know this man, guys. You know the man she's jumping to. You probably have met him. She has introduced you to him. You probably pay him indirectly to push your wife's insides to her esophagus. I guarantee you she's part of her orbit. I guarantee you. Let's go ahead and play it. I remember about three yeah, months this is never, before. Three months before. Me and her started like going to the gym together, things like uh -oh, this. Oh, the gym. And she was telling me about this trainer. A personal trainer, not the personal trainer. Again, she told you about him. You were made aware of the guy. 
She starts talking about the guy around you. Anytime she talks about the guy around you, oh, this personal trainer, Dexter, he makes funny jokes. He dances. He makes me laugh. I think I'm going to sign up for sessions with him. Not the personal trainer. That had this new program. And she's like, program. yo, we should go to this camp since we're going to the gym. It'll mm -hmm. be cool for us to go as a couple. Boom, boom, boom. Damn, like, taking right, you. Cool. She's taking you right into the damn trap. Never ended up going. <laughs> But I guess she continued to talk to the trainer. So the guy was a trainer. Damn trainer. It was me. And uh, It was me. It was me. Okay, okay. That's why I'm showing the story. It was me. Uh, and, and he's swallowing hard. And so they kind of had a little bit of history. Yeah, of course. He knew that she was married. He don't care. He don't care. And of course, dudes don't really care like that. Exactly. It's up to the woman to neglect that so i can't even be mad at the dude like i'm not mad really. at the disrespect for yeah. him to come at a married woman but i can't be mad at him because he can only do what she allows okay okay so at that point i was like boom we knew the ways we got to try to get through this you know what i'm saying the old me in this situation would be like nah it's dead right then and there uh -huh. i was like since we newly boys and since we just got married all right since you're supposed to try to work through things no no you're not supposed to work through things you're gonna work through this one unbelievable guys pull the plug i'm gonna try to work with you so i was like Look, try to work with you we can get through this but i'm gonna need you to delete this guy off mistake no 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 jump drop her like a bad habit drop her where she stands social media i'm gonna need you oh, to delete man. the number i'm gonna need for you to lose all connection with this guy oh. if you're not interested in this guy if you want to be with this guy and you're interested let me know now no why <laughs> would you do talk that about all of that no 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 she has her foot on first and she's trying to steal second women monkey branch meaning they hold on to one branch until they got full grip of the next branch they don't leave you and then try to work it out with the other guy they leave when they got the other guy secured come on man we all know this stuff you know what i'm saying and we can move away from each other whatever but let me know so she's like no i could delete him two days later <laughs> two days later um I remember getting home before her and she's not home yet, but her iPad is in the room. I'm trying, I just got home, took a shower, about to take a nap. And I see her iPad is on my nightstand. And then I see this guy, the same guy, number through iMessage popping up on the iPad. She got called lacking. I was like, I thought she was, I thought she was going to stop talking to this dude. Like, Nope. <laughs> uh, shout out to Corey Jones, but this is the face of men who try to negotiate with women, especially when they mess up. You catch a woman messing up with her hand in the cookie jar. You think she's not going to put her hand in the cookie jar again, bro? Come on, men. When would you wake up? This is the face of, but, but I thought you loved me. I'm not happy. But I thought you said we was going to be together forever. And that's you. I thought you said you would never do that to me ever. How dare you? I thought. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> when are y'all gonna wake up? Like, what's going on? So I tapped on, opened the iPad. And she was like, I'm on the way home. Don't text me. Let me text you. And at that moment. <laughs> at that moment. <laughs> that's when I knew it was over. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I knew 
guys. <laughs> this dude, shout out to him. I'm not making fun of him. We have a funny show here. I know he's gonna watch it because it's, you know the copyright's gonna come up. Uh, fair use again. I did. I did invoke my fair use clause here. But I'm just doing this to educate men. It was then I knew. <laughs> come on, man. It been over. It was. It, it was so, guys. I you guys have to go through this struggle to really know and get hammered over the head. This is how what it takes for men to learn. Let me hear what the rest of he, uh, what he said here. And it was that that moment I realized I got played. It was at that moment I re- okay. What about the time you caught her texting? What about the time you said delete the number? What about the time you realized you knew who the trainer was? What about the time you saw her wanting to bring a plate to the guy? What about the time she had her skis or three or four friends? What about the time? Oh, oh, it, it was that moment. After she then got her insides pushed to her esophagus for three months. It was then I realized. Let's go ahead and listen. That's when I know I got a problem on my hands. <laughs> y'all give women way too much rope to hang y'all's ass. It was then I realized I had a problem on my hands. Wait. This is why women play men. <laughs> he said, you think? This is why y'all get played. Because y'all let them run through all <laughs> you don't say. Oh, man. Game over. That was when we realized it. This is men for us. This is why they play you guys. Big, fat, old, juicy gumps. All of us, man. All of us. You know what I'm saying? As a man, you do not want this problem on your hands. You do not want your woman going behind your back, sneaking, lying, and doing all this. And you just got married and trying to work on things to that. And I'm willing to give you another chance. Why? That's where you messed up. So when she got home, I like I Uh-oh. didn't know anything. <laughs> I like I didn't know anything. Okay, okay. She got home. She took a shower. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, there's boom, boom, boom again. I bet you wasn't getting no peace leave either. And she wasn't in the boom boom room in your own house, I'm sure, right? I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. She said she was going to dinner with one of her friends. Oh, not that. Said, right, the dinner cover. The dinner cover. I don't know if she was with the friend or him. She wasn't. I don't know. She was with him in the parking lot of the gym of LA Fitness getting her back blown out. That's what she was doing. But I already had the intel that I need that they was going to continue to communicate. So then when she left, I opened the iPad up again and I noticed that Uh-oh. they was trying to plan going to the mountains together oh. in North Carolina. North Carolina. Trying to figure Not North Carolina. Got a way for her to get there and this and that. I'm like, yo, women monkey branch. Guys get it. They don't. They don't leave you and then try to see if it works out with the other guy. They 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 keep their foot on first base and they try to steal a 90-foot uh, second base steal. That's when it hit me. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Corey Jones. We're we're I'm not I I I'm just as a person that has been doing this for a long time, I just want to show men. 
that this is how far it takes for us to hit me. And then that's when it hit me. <laughs> that's when it hit me, man. <laughs> oh, like, man. as a man, that's the worst feeling you can ever feel when you've been disrespected, lied to, yes. betrayed by someone that you love. Uh huh. And I never, ever felt pain mm -hmm. like this a day in my life. And Who hurt you? Who hurt you, man? Who hurt you is that's what they would say. Still to this day, I still haven't felt a pain that I felt when I saw those messages. We've been and there. I realized she was lying. Uh -huh. I never felt that type of pain. I'm with you. At that moment. At that moment. Just, at that moment again. Just remember dropping down to the bed. Uh oh, no! Don't tell I'm me. Just crying, bro. No, don't, don't tell me you did. That's not what you did. It hurts, man. It hurts. He did. He said he clutched the pillow. Guys, remember when I tell you, I I'm calling this out. I'm I'm giving you the playbook. I'm giving you the script as to what happens. He started clutching his pillow. All right, this is the clutch the pillow moment. Instead of making the earth shake. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, this guy had plenty of reason to file for the divorce, and he didn't. He had plenty of ammo to file for divorce, and he didn't. So we all wonder why 80% of women file for divorces. This is why. This is shows you why. Because you get screwed over, screwed over, screwed over, screwed over, screwed over. And then she files on you. I'm not happy. And guess what? <laughs> then she gets to spin the narrative of how you're a deadbeat, of how you messed up, how you weren't hitting it right. How you pushed them, pushed her into his arms. This is the story. This is what happens. He's giving you the playbook of what happens. And I'm trying to warn you guys. I was crying out of anger, upset. Yeah. I didn't know how to feel. Like Still didn't I, file for divorce. I really didn't know what to do. Still didn't file for the divorce. How much more do you need? Still didn't. And... I didn't want to talk to anybody about it because what happens uh, in your home stays in your home until it's final. So that there it is. There it is again. I didn't want to talk to anybody. So he didn't tell his family. He didn't tell his boys. Remember, I tell you, men don't take their relationship problems outside the home. They try to work it out. Remember, I'll try to work it out. I'll fix it. I can fix it. What do I need to do, honey? And then she leads you down the rabbit hole of impossible missions. All right. And so he doesn't want to talk about it. Meanwhile, he's getting lambate. He's getting embarrassed and trampled. By the time you hear about what happens, it's the story's already unfolded. Guys, this is so predictable at this point. I had to deal with this by myself. It was just me and her. I wasn't talking to nobody about it. I was just talking to myself about it. Coworkers was asking, like, why do I look this way and that way? Guess what? She's talking to everybody about it. All her 304 skis or friends know about it. Her parents know about it. Dexter knows about it. The damn kids know about it. You know who don't know about it? Uh, you know who's the last to know? You. You know who else doesn't know about it? Your friends, your family, your coworkers. You're trying to protect your home and your ego. Meanwhile, she getting her back busted out by everybody. Everybody knows, but your side of the troops. Because you're trying to handle it like a man. Facebook knows. Everybody knows, bro, except you.
I could not explain it because the people in the parking lot of LA Fitness knows. Every man in every dude in the gym knows. All of the personal trainers at LA Fitness knows. And this is what you look like. Everybody knows. It's like I didn't want to put information out there without things being final. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not that type of dude. And that's her divorce attorney knows why it took me so long to make this video or even tell people what happened because for so long since 2017 i've lost followers that was connected to me and her because they think that i did something I've why do they think that you did something because she's ahead of the story she's got her side of the story right and it's all pushed out there the security guards know everybody knows and you're the only one trying to make this work lost some of her friends that was my friends too that think that i did something of course you know like people automatically assume oh if they divorce or this and that the man did something yeah but in this situation i did not do anything of course you didn't do anything you didn't file for the divorce either yeah you should have pulled the plug and now you're trying to play catch up let's go ahead and do the super chats how many more times do we have to tell you guys it's very, very predictable at this point. And um, 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 we know how this playbook works. And oftentimes, men, you're your own worst enemy in this. Shout out to Grin for becoming a member. On a purpose, says, hey, coach, got three beautiful liabilities. How do I get your divorce preparation videos before the bomb drops? Stay focused, stay vigilant, and stay free. I believe they are on... Um, Coach Greg Adams uh, Coach Greg Adams TV.com. It's a premium thing, and there's the videos are on there. Get yourself ready for this divorce. Um, or you can do a coaching call because you got to know what's coming. It's a standard playbook of what's gonna happen. All right, pretty predictable. But um, you want to be involved with them as much as you can. You want to get the co-parenting agreement ironed out first. That's what gonna have to get ironed out first. And that leads to everything else. Modal serve tech lead should have took her to the lake. <laughs> Chads it up. Keep speaking the truth, coach. You're saving men from a life of misery. All right. There's misery in these things, man, that nobody wants to talk about. Even he, guys, that guy was going through hell and he told nobody. That's what we're talking about. You think you can handle it on their own and your own. And that's your male ego. Emmanuel Dark. Thank you for your super chat. Sebastian says, epilogue to Tech Lead. This would uh, lead Tech Lead to start an online course that cost nearly $1,000. It ended up being a scam. I was one of those victims. All right. Um, I don't know anything about that, but I'm going to take your word for it. Uh, I don't know what happened there. He has 22 million subscribers. All right. So I don't know what, what happened there. What was being a scam? The marriage thing was the divorce was a scam. Let me know. Uh, let us know in the chat. Christopher S. Uh, Christopher STD. Christopher Stid says, Francisco, please. All right, a little bit of Francisco to lighten up the mood here and get some laughs. Uh, where's Francisco? I can never find him on time. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> that's how men are 
men get really, really hurt in these relationships, man. KT King, listen to Earth, Wind, and Fires after the love is gone. After the love is gone. All right, shout out. And reasons I won't do, I can't do, I can't do Philip Bailey at all. I can sing, but I can't do Philip Bailey. I can't hit them high notes. All right, you might have to have, I won't say it. Shout out to RP. He says RP songs for sure. Reasons. I can't even do it. Dexter the Jamaican, is that you, brother? He says jerk chicken and red striped beer ready to go, coach. Shout out to Dexter, the Jamaican. And Dexter, you the reason why everybody, be got, your girls go down to Jamaican. Dexter in here, he the reason why your girl come back with a smile on her face. All right, and jerk chicken flavor on her lips. All right, shout out to you. Uh, Centaur Sam says, coach, did you hear about the guy in Mexico who donated his kidney to his girlfriend's mom? And she still said, I'm not happy. And dumped him. <laughs> I didn't hear about that story, but guys, guys never learn. You're rarely ever, you're rarely ever going to win her over for life. You guys think that you guys are going to win her over for life. It's just temporary. Everything's just temporary, bro. Everything's very temporary. And it's how she feels today. Conservative troll divorced after six months, bro. You good. Her family knew and was there as her bodyguards. You got out. Now adopt the free agent lifestyle for sure. Uh, I skipped one. I'm going to come back. But yeah, her family knew, man. Her mama knew. Her mama knew for sure. Street Fighter says he was so sick of love songs. So sick of tears. I'm still just wishing you were still here. Clutching his pillow. Yes, I'm so sad of love songs, so sad and slow, and I just got to let you know. I always mess up the words on purpose. All right. Neo's one of my favorite lovesick song artists, by the way. Very talented guy. Did I show you, tell you the story about him getting paternity frauded because he gumped out? That Neo story is another sad story. Uh, Patrick says, dudes messing with married chicks finna get murked. I always tell you, leave married chicks alone. I do not mess with married women as a rule. All right, married women are off limits to me. I don't care if she delivered a peace leaf, piping hot, fresh, dry, right from the oven. I don't care. I don't need it. No, ma'am, no. No married women. That is a rule. Now, I don't know these suckers out here. Man, married women are a target. They the best. They get a best head. I ain't trying to get shot up. And I ain't trying to be in your divorce transcripts. I ain't trying to get called to the divorce hearing. I'm not trying to get, no, forget all that. Death by simp is real. And all these players out here, oh man, married women are the best. As a rule, I literally, no married women. Married women hit on me, no, no. I ain't trying to die over no peace leave. And some marital peace leave too? Be all in the back, blowing a married woman's back out. Then they come in here, oozy up the whole car, Swiss cheesed up. Hell no. You don't know what a man will do to keep his wife. A man will do some things to keep his wife, and he will put you, he will, he will cut your fingertips off, bury your ass in the desert, poke your eyeballs out, and wrench out all your teeth, right? And lay your ass right there in the desert, chopped in fours. Nah. <laughs> you be like, we cannot identify this body. And he'll do it meticulously, and his wife will be looking over him. 
The wife will be looking over the sh his shoulder like this, putting you in Ziploc bags, helping. I'm sorry, honey. I'm sorry. He's like, take a hefty bag, stuff the damn torso in it. You're like, okay. All right. Meanwhile, you was laying in her guts. Hell no. Do not, guys, do not mess with married women. It is not worth it. It is not worth it. A dude will come and take your whole oxygen. <laughs> he will shut off all your oxygen for, a, and it will be a close. It, there's no point. What what points do you get? Oh, I'll bang this Mary. Now, what? You don't get no points with me. You a sucker. All right. All right. That is the reason why you get murked up. All right, uh, Charlie Brown, and 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 let me just say this deservedly so. If you get Merck busting a, a married woman out, and let me tell you, if you get if you busting a married woman out in her bed and you get Merck, you deserve every minute of that slow, painful death. I hope it was a slow death. <laughs> I hope you died slow with the bullet just going up and down your spine, hitting the inside of your damn kidney all of your spleen and liver going all around into your heart <laughs> you deserve every bit of that death i hope you leaked out pints of blood slowly with your heart pumping <laughs> all right i hope i hope it was a slow and you could see the dude but you couldn't talk and you was paralyzed and you saw the dude with the smoke coming from the barrel <laughs> I hope you saw all of that and you was looking at him choked up. Look up with the with the music scene in the back, the music scene from Thriller. Ding! You heard the room ringing. That's what I hope happened. You deserve every bit of that, bro. Every single bit. That's what I look at as men who mess with married women and vice versa. <laughs> and then I hope he clipped your fingernails off. All right. Let me just do it. I'm just skip. This is all comedy, by the way. This is all comedy. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. This is all for comedy purposes here. It's just. Relax. Everybody's like, oh, this, you know, relax, relax. Uh, Charlie Brown says marriage license is the only contract with no terms and no conditions. This is why marriage fails. Treat women like employees in your company. Salute. Salute. Yeah, it's a blank check. It's a basically um, a, a blank agreement built on hope. Oh, we're going to hope and we'll build together. Nothing's in con like what other contract? What other contract do you get into engage into in this world? that has this steep of loss that is not strictly pinpointed out um, each step along the way. Marriage is the only contract that has no stipulations going in. Your phone contract has 15 pages of stipulations of terms and conditions, of warnings, of, of things that you sign off. Your apartment lease has 40 pages. Your mortgage has 250 pages. A business partnership has a big, long partnership agreement. A re you, you can't go to a restaurant without signing at least a sheet of um, 
acknowledgements. <laughs> Everything you do, you would sign off. But marriage, no. Nah, it's on hope. It's about hope and love. Don't worry about all this. No stipulations needed. No prenup. No nothing. No insurance. No nothing. You can't drive your car from here to the liquor store without car insurance. Your rental insurance and your property insurance comes in this thick of pages of pages of pages of contractual obligation and terms and conditions and stipulations. Not marriage, though. Guess what? You lose way more in the divorce than all of those combined. Insurance, mortgage, you lose way more in those than marriage. It is crazy. Oh, man, man. Uh, MotoSurf says C CGA, not the personal trainer inside the evil laugh. Oh, man. All right. Uh, not the personal trainer. Not the trainer. Guys, it's always going to be somebody like that. The bartender, the trainer, the massage therapist, the pool guy, the delivery guy. These are all fantasies in women's heads. You know what I mean? While she's doing squats. Oh, I'm doing squats for my trainer. She's imagining squatting down. I'm going to say it. Uh, Aaron guy says, Hey coach, please. Uh, can you please react to young, the, the sauce guy on his views of marriage and relationship? Okay. Um, I don't know who that is, but, uh, I'll try to pop him up. Not now, but let me see here. See if I know him. Okay. looks like a cartoon guy. He has cartoons and stuff or video games. I'm not sure what it is. I can just see it here. Young, the sauce God. Young Don. Uh, uh, Reese Williamson, he says, no, the 12-second clip, no kids. Oh, it's a 12-second clip, no kids. Okay. Um, Thomas Parker, fellas, like Coach said, don't be angry with women or the guy she cheated with. Just be thankful she did you a favor. She is the problem now. She is his problem now. Ha-ha, for sure. A girl, A guy steals your girl. You like, go ahead. Guys, what is he stealing? Okay. He's taking on her liability. Have at it. If you want to, if you want to afford her, same thing as the, her parents. If her parents get dip, dabbling in your marriage, always put poking their nose in the marriage, just say, okay, you support her then. I don't want her. They're doing you a favor. Arnold Ford says, number one fan. Timothy Garnett, off topic, but did you see the blue chip video on focus discipline? Oh, can you do a Blue chip video on focus, discipline, and consistency. I kind of did that last week with Money Mindset, but let's see what we come up with tomorrow on Blue Chip. Tomorrow. Classy B, Coach, I missed the plug. He says, uh, where do you find these videos you mentioned about divorce? Those videos you mentioned about divorce? Uh, most of the old videos are on CoachGregAdamsTV.com. Some are on Patreon. They're all over the place. I had to delete them from YouTube. Cause they tripped they tripped on me. Uh, Feast and famine says, if you're not playing chess, you're just a pawn. Dudes don't realize you're in a very strategic game. When you get married, you guys go into relationship like that dude. Oh, I was love. And we were the couple of black love, the picture of black love. It is nothing like that. This is a business deal. J uh, James Williams says I'm 28. Recovering and recovering, I might be able to recover from my divorce after a year. I won't make that. I won't make the same mistake again. Thank you, coach. You can't pay me to get married. There's no 
marriage deal out here for me in this world ever again. Guys, I did it once. I will never wear those shoes ever again. And I mean ever. Y'all be like, well, you just say ever. No, never say never. No, never. I'll, I have I have orders that I've given to family members to shoot me on site if they see me walking down the aisle. I have bail money set to their side. I have the Dr. Kevorkian paperwork set to the side. I have orders for family members to shoot me on site if I get down on bended knee and propose to a woman. <laughs> Immediately. No questions asked. As soon as I drop my ass to my knee, they can shoot me, snipe me on site. If they if they miss me and I announce on Facebook, they have a key to my place in which they can come in at night, turn off the alarm, silence the dog and me. <laughs> it ain't ever happening. I'm never doing that again. I will never legally entangle myself with a, with another woman, another human being. I will never legally entangle. I, that means business partnerships, nothing. I will never legally engage with a woman ever again, ever. It's not going to happen, <laughs> right? <laughs> he said, Coach, relax, watching too many movies. No, don't, Nova. I mean, silence her. I mean, not, not, not take Nova out. Don't take Nova out. It ain't ever silence me on sight. Take me out. Take me out. Take me out. Uh, El Chingon says, Corey Jones sounds like he was too nice. Poor dude. Yep. Poor dude. They're not going to silence Nova like that. They're just going to silence her bark. <laughs> silence her bark. On sight. Nova ain't going to get her anyway. She too nice. Uh, Corey Jones is a nice guy. He seemed like a nice guy. He did let a lot go. He did let a lot slide. Arch Stanton, wife left after 50 at 55 from for the carousel. I was her dad's best friend. He was 91. His mind was clear. He died knowing his daughter was a 304 and riding the carousel. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Well, too bad for him. All right, Red Pill Lynn says, uh, love isn't there to make us happy. I believe it exists only just to see how much we can endure. We can endure. Yeah, we can endure. It's a it's a film. It's a mission impossible. It is a mission impossible. Guys, I, I'm going to just tell you guys, you guys have been in love. How many men and women are watching me right now that continue this failed philosophy of chasing love? You guys have chased love over and over again. And you guys are over. You guys are owing. You guys haven't yet to have a successful relationship. Yet. I hate to keep pointing this out. Grab your paper and pencil. Some of you guys are not even 30 years old listening to me with dozens of failed relationships. Dozens. I mean, some of you guys are over 40 watching me, still living the hope strategy with 50 failed relationships. Maybe, I mean, get the pencil and paper out. You ain't seen one yet. Matter of fact, name a real relationship that you've seen 
for at least 10 to 15 years that still exists today. And they're in love. I bet you you can't name five and take your grandmammy out and your grandpappy. They cheated on each other so many times you don't even know it. Your, some of your aunts aren't even blood aunts. Some of your uncles aren't even blood uncles. Uh, your, your grandfather has a whole damn family that lives in Afghanistan or uh, the Persian Gulf or Vietnam. All right, I don't want to hear it. They got a whole damn family. If you live in Cincinnati or Columbus or Cleveland, he's got a family around the corner you don't even know about. You got cousins and brothers you don't even know about. All right, I want to hear ish, okay, about your grandmama. Oh, my grandmama, they 80 years old and they still together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. So I want to hear it. Get your pencil and paper out. Write how many, how many hours. Okay, let's do this. Write how many hours you spent chasing relationships. How many hours uh, you spent thinking about a person to try to make it work? How many hours you spent trying to pursue them? How many hours you spent getting them, courting them, dating them? Then it don't work. You start the cycle over again. You do it over again. You find a new one. Chase them, court them. Think about them, desire them, spend money on them, spend time, get a good feeling, get a good feeling, spend time arguing, bad. It ends up, blows up. You start it again. <laughs> you go at it again. Here we go. I'm going to try it with this person. Do it over, 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 over. Oh, didn't work. Okay, try it again. <laughs> guys, you guys have wasted hours. And here, here's what I do. I got money. I'll just go straight to the tap. I'll go straight to the source. Now, I don't have to do that all the time, but the ones I don't have to go straight to the source with, they know I got limits. I got, I put up walls. You ain't getting past this wall. My security is detailed. Okay. Shout out to uh, my man, Eric M on the super chat coach. Uh, can you share how her father, her father let you marry her because it is implied, it is implied that you will protect her from herself. Shout out to you on the super chat. I'll talk about why fathers push their daughters into marrying in a minute. But you guys do this over and over again. It's kind of like think about when Amer I talked about this yesterday. Think of the countless wasted hours you think about race and racism. I mean, that you can do nothing about. Guys, you need to free yourselves from these prisons that you create for yourself. You guys are chasing the rabbit of uh, something that you can't help. Just do just. It, it, read my book. I put this in my book, chapter three. Don't box yourself in. Leave these philosophies alone. Leave these socialist philosophies where they got you worried about getting choked out by police. When only 10 men a year get choked out by police, 10 black men at that. I mean, it's very rare. You spend time worrying about it and politicking about it. Let it go. Flush it down the toilet. Go live your life. Same thing with this romance. And the, the, this is all fake and fantasy. You do this 10, 20, 30, 40 dozen times. And then women never throw in the towel because they can always hit the lottery. And so you think, well, she's trying to be good to find a good man finally. She's 40, 42, 45, 60. All right. She's failed, 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 failed. And you're like, well, she's trying to be a good woman. She's been roughed up a little bit. You know, she's getting a winning lottery ticket if she gets the right gump. So she's going to play coy and nice. She's never going to throw in a towel. So you think she's throwing in the towel to find a good man. No, she's trying to throw in the towel to find a retirement plan. And then you guys come in here, fail, 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 fail. Just give it up. Give it up and find something else to live for. I find pleasure in a whole bunch of other things 
not trying to please human beings because in my opinion, human beings are the least worthy people to invest anything in. They're just not worthy for it. And go and look at everyone's resume. Fail, 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 fail. Owen, people put ba- people put babies in another human being and can't stay together. <laughs> Why would you trust a person who delivered a baby from another human being and detached from that person from that person's life? Or that person didn't stick with that person. That person was valuable enough to stick with you by after he put a baby in her belly. And you're valuable. I'm telling you, man, just free yourself. Free yourself. You're going to find that this life. You're going to find that this life has a lot to offer you by not chasing this dumbass shit, man. I'm going to tell you, man. Romance and it's a myth. Monogamy is a myth. Not even Martin Luther, the king himself could be monogamous. (laughs) How many times, now, if Martin Luther King couldn't keep it in his pants, how can you? How are you going to keep it in your pants? Martin Luther the King couldn't stop banging white women and uh, light-skinned chicks. But you're going to do it? <laughs> stop. Red Pill Lens, he says, love, I got you on that one. Uh, Derek Gerard says, laughing my A off, Swiss cheese, the car up. Coach, you're hilarious. Thank you for the lessons. Oh, man, that's what happens. You get Swiss cheesed up. All right, Coach Junior, yo, Coach, I still think Pookie and Ray Ray messing with married women despite what you said. Nothing stopping a Pookie or a Ray Ray. No, but listen, Pookie and Ray Ray don't care about nothing. They have no life plan. They can't think past tomorrow. They don't care if they get shot. Pookie or Ray Ray don't care if they get shot. Like being shot or getting in jail is part of their life mission. It's part of the plan. You know what I mean? They'll figure that out afterwards. They'll they'll sleep with your wife. They care none. Yep. Robin says Michael King was his real name anyway. Yeah, that was kind of a, don't let me go into that. Say, Centaur Sam says this case actually happened in India. A guy messed with a girl and his fiance caught them and stabbed them, chopped them up into 300 pieces, and the girl helped burn the body. I've seen too many shows where that happened. The woman be like, oh, I'm sorry, honey. I'll help you clean up the body. Wrapping them up in the shower curtain and whatnot. Mm. All right, Bandit Legal says, I paid four years of dental school for my ex-girlfriend. She went to see. She went to see me in New Orleans when I was going to lose my job. She told me, if you go homeless, I am done with you. Mm. He says, I realized I was effed up. This is how it works, guys. Every now and then, they'll stick with you. But for the most part, they ain't ride or die no more. They don't have to be. IG Team Brickhouse, soon to be divorced, guys. Thank you, Coach. You saved my life. Junior college, here I come. Listen to the coach, fellas. Hashtag free agent lifestyle. Sometimes you go directly to the tap. I'll go directly to the tap, get what I want for it, pay the, pay the people for the service. And I'm not paying for that service. I'm paying for discretion. I'm paying for access. So I, I'm, I'm paying to save time. I'm saving time. All right, y'all can go out there and chase these hoes at bars. And make yourself feel good. I got a phone number. All right. Then you go get her. Then the relationship don't work out. She blasts you out on at IG. You know, she blasting you on Facebook. Uh, I paid for that to not happen. I paid for all that to not happen to me. And I pay to save my damn time. I got money. 
That's what I that's that's what the fee is for. And I pay for her to get the hell out of here after we're done. All right. We spend at least at most 30 minutes afterwards. Hey, everybody's good. Cleanup section over there. I have wipes, towels, there's a shower, soap. You can do whatever you need to do. Go back to your mama's house. <laughs> and I'll be sleeping in bed like this. <laughs> Mostly I'll be like this. That's how I'll be. But y'all be arguing with women sitting up two or three at night. Who you texting? Why you doing all? Chasing 100 women trying to get 4-4 numbers. Oh, I got the phone number. Now I'm going to play text games with her. I'm going to text her this and she's going to say this. And what should I text her next? I'll text her that. No, I don't do none of that. What time you coming on? <laughs> all right. And she going to be young. Pay for her gas. I got money. All right, Team Brickhouse, I got you, brother. Good luck with you. Lyndon Henry supporting the day. This is not a donation. This is my free agent lifestyle hoodie pre-order in Puerto Rico. Time now, He says, time now, learning my, me Espanol. Free agent lifestyle for the win. Hey, man, you don't need a lot, know a lot of Spanish over there. All right? Just know a little bit of Spanish, and you're going to be fine over there. Watch out for the, for the knives, man. Hide the knives. Feast of Famine says, I met a half-sister on uh ancestry dna on the father side so there goes my story about a lot of times your father papa was a rolling stone where even where wait wherever he laid his hat was his home and when he died i found out i had a whole family on the west side <laughs> all right all he left us was more family members. Sorry, Freddie Frappuccino. Shout out to the coach gang. You should take a look at Fresh and Fit last night. Call in show at, wait a minute, last call in show at two hours and eight minutes and 50 seconds. Tommy Sotomayor and Myron had a discussion about women in combat. And it was a great example of how lost uh, they are mentally, XXs are mentally. Um, I'll have to check that out. I caught a little bit of that show, but that was because everybody was talking about the one sister that was going, dare I say, ape, right? Uh, I'm not going to say people have to tell you. I don't know. She was going ape. I don't know if you guys saw the show. Um, let me talk about real quick why fathers, and this will end it on this one, why fathers. Oh, I do have one more clip. We can go. We can extend this. All right. Here we go. Keep the party going. <laughs> Keep the party going. Hold on for a second. Let's play one more clip. Uh, I did want to play this clip from Dave Ramsey. Hashtag uh, fair use. Am I showing it? Kyle is with us in Florida. Hey, Kyle. Welcome to the Dave Ramsey show. Hey, Dave. Hey, John. How are y'all doing today? Great, man. How can we help? Yeah. So um, here's my scenario. Uh, I'm $40,000 in debt. Um and uh, I just recently separated with my wife, and we're going to be going through the process of divorce. Again? Not another one. Not another loving marriage. Guys, this stuff happens all the time. It's like clockwork, but men don't talk about it as much as women talk about it. But as soon as men talk about it, guess what? You bitter. You hurt. Why are you talking about this? Get over it. It was just you. Where are you meeting these people? You a sucker. You happy. You know, somebody hurt you. Who hurt you? Men are looking for answers. So uh, I live in Florida, but I'm planning to move back home to be able to uh -oh. save that rent amount uh, to start tackling my baby step two. 
man is 40 moving back with his parents. Oh boy. Mark. Uh, I'm currently waiting for my stimulus check to tackle baby step one. Oh no, not the um, stimulus check. I have about a little over uh, $4,000 in credit card debt. And then my vehicle is 35,000 and I'm at about 8,000 in negative equity. 8,000 in negative equity. What did I tell you about buying homes, gentlemen? Really think hard about buying homes, especially if you're not in California or New York. Um, you're going to buy a home. You're probably going to be in negative equity by the time you start doing these adjustable rates and these interest-only loans and putting down uh, 5% down payment. You're going to be in debt, plain uh, PMI. But you guys know, neither look at all of those things. You just go, I'm a homeowner. I'm a homeowner, and I'm going to have it forever. Nope. No, you ain't. You're going to be asked out most of the time on homes. So my plan is to, uh, after I pay down both my credit cards, to pay as close to my negative equity or to zero as possible, and then um, sell that vehicle and buy a five to $6,000 vehicle. Um, and then uh, I use Chase. Um, they have a deferment okay. to help I'm on the right path. Are you on the right path? No. Nope. How long have you been married? Uh, we've been together for, uh, going on 11 years, been married for eight years, eight, less than 10 years, man. Another one, less than 10 years. And why does he have a $35,000 car? What happened? What happened? Um, she, uh, started having feelings for somebody else and uh -huh. she, uh, she said she fell out of love with me. So here's what happened. Um, she, uh, started having feelings for somebody else and she, uh, she said she fell out of love with me. So I'm not happy <laughs> guys. It don't take much. It's the straw that breaks the camel's back. It don't take much to ruin you and get you back, moving back in with your pair. How many times do we have to tell you and show you and demonstrate this? I'm not happy. That's all it takes. <laughs> That's all it takes to ruin you financially. It's it. The average marriage that ends in divorce lasts for eight years. So um, I was willing to try. She was not willing to try to mend um, the problems within our relationship. I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm so sorry to hear that. So what are you, 30? Yeah. Oh, he's 30. Uh, yes. Okay. Not 40. And um, what, do, what do you make? What's your income? So um, my guaranteed income from the VA is uh, 630 a month. When I move to Connecticut, um, I will be trying to find as many jobs or a job that pays me at least twenty two hundred a month. That'll put me about thirty six thousand a year. Mm. Struggle zone, struggling. Who do you owe the money to on the car, Chase? What I first want you to do is contact the uh, Chase because okay. this car is absolutely. So anyway, I think what ended up happening is he made she made a hundred thousand dollars in her her career in her career so i could focus on my career and he didn't make that much money he was on disability as a military serviceman and uh she bounced on his ass <laughs> that's what's happened uh, guys this is what happens when you say what if i marry a woman that makes more money than me it ain't gonna work it, it ain't gonna work bro this, the, the likelihood of that working is slim to none and slim just died every now and then it'll work most time it don't work she's gonna lose respect for you all right
after a while. She might do this for five years, four years, three years, but it's going to be a slow, slippery slope to disrespect. Okay. And cuckism. So it is what it is on that one. Uh, my hoodies, my information is going to be going out that uh, very soon on that one, by the way. Senior Oro says, still catching up from last year. I hope you're bringing the hammer down on these gumps for 2022. I did start off that way. Let them horses run free. Shout out to the coach gang. Let them be free, guys. You can't get, let them be free. I'm not trying to attach nobody down, lock nobody down. YouTube trash talker coach. I'm in New York. I'm in a New York home has doubled in value. My equity could buy a junior college. Yes, sir. Study home buying, guys. Um, the most places appreciate New York, California, et cetera. And we're talking about New York City. Not upper New York, Binghamton, Syracuse, right? Not up there in the country. All right. New York, LA, Orange Cap. You, you buy a house there, Washington, D.C., Boston, all right? Somewhere in Miami. Your house is going to go up. You buy a house in Topeka, Kansas, that shit going to flat line. All right. You can better hope a bunch of people from California move in. Real quick, why do fathers push their daughters into marriage so they no longer have to support them? Even if they know you're getting a bad deal, they'll never tell you. I told you about the story. Uh, there's a joke that runs around about by the time the husband finds out he was getting a bad deal, the father was like, the father's like, hey, better you support her than I do, than I. So you think father's going to tell you about the damage your daughter, his daughter has done uh, for years? If you get down on bending knee, he like, good. Yeah, she off my payroll. Right? You support her. And she'll let your dumb ass fumble around for 10 years knowing he going to get her back. I'll get her back, you know, when she's 40 and, and destitute. And then I'll move her. And then I'll put her back on the payroll. But he gets eight years, maybe at best, at eight years of not having to support her anymore. That's why a father pushes his daughter into marriage. But normally, before we got into modern times, fathers had the ability to protect the virtue of his daughter before he married her off. That way he could sell her at top price. He could get her off the payroll at top price. Now fathers can't do that. You know, they don't run the fathers out of the home by that particular time. So anyway, uh, that's basically the deal of why fathers push their daughters into marriage. That's how it's always been. Guys, it's always been that way. This is why they had dowries. This is why they had systems in which people would exchange resources to take their daughters off the father's hand. It's always been that way. But in modern times, if a dad's involved in a woman's life, he wants her off the payroll. He can't support her. He don't want to support her. And you guys, another dirty secret about life, a lot of women are still being supported. If they're in their 20s into their 30s and they have a father, the father's still paying for her. Amongst other people who are paying for her, the government, uh, social programs, they, 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 the, the stimulus check, the, the child tax credit, welfare system, WIC, EBT, you, a baby daddy, a sugar daddy. She patching up funds over here. She like this. <laughs> the daddy daddy the real daddy the play daddy the before daddy the after daddy 850 in georgia the uh the, the the goldman sachs right you name it you name it you name it cheese beans greens potatoes potatoes hogs mogs government welfare ebt baby daddy sugar daddy 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 <laughs> tax dollars i always tell you we all pay if you're paying taxes, you're paying for all of this. Student loan debt, Freddie Mae, Fannie Mae, 
<laughs> women be taking out student loan debt to live on. They be like, I'm going to take some classes so I can take out student loan debt and pay my rent. <laughs> and people think that this is a gender thing. It is not a gender thing. This is the sad state of America. This is a description of America. This is what Americans do to get through life. And they're going to wonder why they can't afford everything. I tell you, this is the state of our world. Craig and Day Day. Oh, I love it. Shout out to the coach gang. I've caught up on all the texts and all of that stuff. Thank you for the support. Marriage is like a prison, sometimes worse. And we out of here. Who do we going to go out with? Frank, Frank the Tank, send us out. Here comes the bankroll. Here comes. This would make it all happen right there. That's, that's what make it happen. That's what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how he meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth, I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> that's what I want. Damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12-gauge double-barrel shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? Go who? You don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs.